Many today seem more upset with what's happening in politics rather than what's happening in our own souls, families, and churches. When families have a mother and a father in them who love their spouses and children and live wholly for Jesus, then all the nonsense can't overcome us. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, We need to learn how to live in a captive nation. To stop hating what the liberals are doing and start learning how to love them, and vice versa. Start obeying God in your house with all of your heart, all of it. Focus on getting your own house in order. Start focusing on getting your own secret sins covered by the blood of Christ and repented of. Start seeking God morning, noon, and night. How much? How long? Until heaven comes down. We're not going to have a national revival until we start having it in our own living rooms. It's the loss of the presence of God in our services, in churches, that has brought this on. People haven't loved the Lord with all their hearts, souls, and minds. Oh, we have the presence of the Lord in our services, they say then why aren't they full? Full of the Holy Spirit and full of people wanting what you have. Why are preachers so concerned that their services don't run too long? Why aren't the altars full of seekers? Why isn't there revival? Because we've settled. Paul says, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. What Paul didn't say is nearly as big as what he did say. In the battle that this world and our nation is engaged in, our adversary is not the liberal left, the Republicans, the politicization of the pandemic, the racial tension, or the media bias. It's not economics, education, or entertainment. We are wrestling against principalities and powers that are much more focused, experienced, and capable than mere men. The prize is not democracy, civil liberty, capitalism, or resolution of racial tension. These are all just tools used by our true adversary to bring us into eternity with eyes set on the potential of men instead of the judgment and redemption of Christ. So Paul didn't say, be strong in political science, American civil liberties, a career potential, fully realized, or accurate media reporting. This battle will never be won at the ballot box. 
with the government of, by, and for the people, those people need to learn of the government of God over the human soul gone astray, or nothing will matter. We're not here to build the constitutional republic called the United States. When the kingdom of God is established in the hearts of men, the governments of men, and those who vote, will be in their right place. There is coming a day when it will be most obvious that the divisions of men will no longer be political, racial, or financial. There will only be two classes of people that will make any difference in anything else and everything else, whether they are holy or unholy. Be strong in the Lord, he says. That's the best advice Americans could get. We're going to need supernatural armor to stand against our enemy. Intellect, science, education, and all human capacity cannot stand against what is upon us. We're not fighting a political battle, an economic ideology, or a civil rights dilemma. We're not. These are all just scratching the surface, and no human instrumentality is going to figure it out. On January 6, 2021, when God spoke to me and said, I'm going to bring this nation to its knees, I asked what I should do. His answer? Strengthen the church. I'm not here to win a political battle by exposing all the corruption in today's politics, education, entertainment, and economics. We need to stop being more concerned about the social political issues of the day than we are about people dying without Christ in what truly are epidemic numbers. Dying of the COVID virus is absolutely nothing compared to dying by the virus of sin in the soul. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Learn to stand against the wiles of the devil, not the wiles of the deep state. You already know what is truly going on, and it's not about the Great Reset. Paul tells us exactly what we're fighting against, and we had better learn how to use the armor of God. The ultimate goal is your life. Satan wants to rob that life, and you need to learn how to establish this life that cannot be defeated by anything in this world. Americans are getting more and more unsettled. The entire planet is coming to a place of extreme tension, pressure, and fear. Death is the last enemy to be defeated, the Bible says, and when we learn to live true life, we have found the secret of winning in Paul's warfare. This life will cause us to withstand and to stand against the winds blowing across the globe today. This conflict, it's God's invitation to learn to walk in the valley of the shadow of, de of death and fear no evil. It's the invitation of God to come up higher and let Him reign. It's not merely God's wrath coming to punish you and me. That faith is vital when adversity rises up. Now, I'll protect my savings. I'll install alternative energy sources and food supplies. But the greatest preparation has been in his life.
that when this world fails, I'll be in a position of success in eternity. Paul says that he is an ambassador in bonds and needs to speak boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. While the world is trying to solve political, medical, and economic mysteries, Paul is fully engaged in the one mystery that matters, and he has this mystery fully settled. He's not living in confusion over what battle to fight or how to fight it. Christ in us is the mystery of the gospel that has been revealed to him, as Colossians says. Christ in us is the battle for life or death, both here and for eternity. The children of Israel could not stand before their enemies far too many times, but they turned their backs before their enemies because they were accursed, the Bible says. And God spoke and said, Neither will I be with you any more, except you destroy the accursed from among you. He was talking there about some of the tribes of Israel or some of the families who had taken some of the gold that was to be devoted to the temple of the Lord. You can't go to war and expect a good result if you don't first identify the enemy and how he's operating. Then you have to learn the strategy that will work. You can't keep lobbing bombs where the enemy isn't and expect a change in the war's direction. Social media is filled with the cry of people who see America crumbling. Many know that globalism is coming. They see the liberal giving this nation up. They see the president making every decision to weaken and corrupt our morals. Bidenitis has inflicted millions of people. Our children will not have the liberty, morality, and truth that we have enjoyed. But here is the word of the Lord on this. The tragedy is not the crumbling of a nation. God said he was going to bring this nation to its knees. That's exactly the perfect response of heaven to where we have come. The tragedy is that people in America have fallen away from God. Too many churches have embraced wokeism. Too many promote the alphabet agenda, abortion, and dead religious tradition. The nominal Christian churches have supported this slide into sin. They have not called sin, sin. And Christians, blasting the liberal agendas, the socialism, the insanity in our schools, and so much more, are missing the mark entirely. They're like Israel denouncing the prophets who said, this nation is going to go into captivity. Instead of majoring on the wrongs that are nothing more than the symptoms of the disease, Christians need to focus on how to live in light of the fact that God has given this nation over to its darkness. His judgment is something that Christians are actually saying is something that ought to be fought. No! You fight the reason for the judgment. You minister on how to live in a captive nation. The nation isn't going to change until the churches change, and it isn't changing yet. It looks no different than it did five years ago. 
People aren't turning their televisions off and seeking the Lord. They're having cold sandwich devotions out of some book that amounts to no more than a spiritual Pop-Tart for breakfast. You see, you can't starve the soul on fast food and then expect to assault the powers of darkness that is overthrowing this nation by the permission of God. He's allowing it because we allowed it. Why is God bringing this nation to its knees? Why is he allowing the enemy to come in like a flood? Because we have. He's just operating by the unchanging principles they established when he put man on the earth. He said in Joshua 7, Neither will I be with you anymore, except you destroy the accursed thing from among you. Sanctify yourselves against tomorrow, for thus saith the Lord God of Israel, You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the accursed thing from among you. Israel had barely started walking in conquest over their enemies and possessing the promised land before some of them took the gold that was to be given back into the hands of God. Why is America a mess? We have given up our authority. We have allowed the enemy to come in, and God was obligated by his own word to accommodate our choice. It takes a revelation relationship with the glory of God and a revelation reality to walk in the faith necessary to overcome the darkness. Only when heaven shows up in our homes and churches will we know how to yield to the authority of the kingdom of heaven. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. Many today seem more upset with what's happening in politics rather than what's happening in our own souls, families, and churches. When families have a mother and a father in them who love their spouses and children and live wholly for Jesus, then all the nonsense can't overcome us.